0: G2. G1. We've got, got some
1: bad news. Oh, uh, Okay. What do you got for me? Is it, how bad? How bad?
0: It's really bad. We're, looks like we're going to have to cancel the show. <laughs> That's funny. That's no, funny. we may have to cancel the show. Do you know why? Wait, why? What do you mean? I've been given a job offer. G1, what are you talking about? I've been given a job explain. I've been given a job offer to be the assistant coach for the Indianapolis Colts. G One, you have a job to do. This is the podcast. This is the Vietnam podcast. No, did you what hear- are you taught? You can't. No. Did you hear me?
1: Did you You've hear- got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me.
0: I am kidding you. <laughs> Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two G's, Mark and Drew. Did you believe me? No. No.
1: But maybe you do better than uh, Frank Reich, so I don't know.
0: I think I could do pretty good with some of the draft picks. Yeah and, yeah and honestly and maybe i could decide well who's gonna who's gonna start because i know how to start people each week right that's right that's right what, what more is there that doesn't count that doesn't count <laughs> isn't that bizarre isn't that bizarre
1: yeah i hope that uh it sounds like they they hired jeff saturday as an interim um hopefully that that works out pretty well um and he's a Kind of, I I think that he's at least beloved in the in the Colts community because he was there for so long with with Peyton Manning. Um, so hopefully that works out for them in the in the short term. I know they're not looking the greatest right now, but they did beat the Chiefs this year. <laughs> All that being said,
0: well, let's just hope he's around enough to be around on Sundays. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It took me a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Jeff Saturday. Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you surprised? This is. This is the last week to make trades. Are you surprised there have been no big trades uh with Thomas, Jr or Kuros?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised. I mean Thomas even came out and, and told everybody, hey, this is this is the final week. This is our last chance here to to make some big trades. Haven't seen anything crazy as of yet. Um I will say we uh got got you involved in a couple of trades this week. Um time will tell to see how big those are. I think Anthony getting his beloved Kansas City Chiefs tight end might be pretty exciting for him. How do you, you feel about all that?
0: How do I feel about it? Y- yes. You do know I hate to talk about my team.
1: <laughs> yes, well, I'm making you talk about it.
0: I did have Landon reached out to me in email this week, and he, he didn't criticize, but he, he wanted to know, am I throwing in the towel and here, the first of all, Monday night's game was weird. Here's why. Normally, when you're competing for a slot, a position in the final four, you're pulling for the teams ahead of you to get beat, right? Right, right. At first, I was thinking, yeah, Chris, That's good. Let's let's have Anthony beat Chris. And then I think, no, 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 stop. Because if Chris wins or if Anthony wins, he's going (laughs) to screw this thing up. Right. Because if Anthony wins, he did, we're all going to have six wins each. Right. So I, I opened up a spreadsheet real quickly just so I could visualize this. And I mapped out the rest of the season. So... Mark, Anthony, Chris all have six wins. And Chris, you idiot! Why couldn't you score the friggin' one point, Chris? Dude, my man! And by the way, likely dropped a ball. I could have caught that. <laughs> he, there, I think it was yeah. in the third or fourth the, quarter. I the mean, fact that likely
1: only got was it ended up being one reception that, yeah. t- that touchdown reception. Yep, out of five of the targets that he got, and he had a great opportunity because. Uh, What's what's his name? Help me out with the tight end, Mark Andrews. Um, Mark Andrews was out for the for the game, right? Out for the game, and you would have, you would have thought you would have thought likely would have
0: like I said he just one more catch. Well, that and there was one. I saw him. <laughs> right. It's like it just in and out, and right. uh, it's like you idiot, and that that would have been the game for for Chris. So here's a deal, and by the way, th- this is kind of a long answer, but so us three were were stuck each at six wins. Now, I have myself winning two more. I have Anthony winning at a minimum two more, and I have Chris at a minimum. Uh, and by the way, I'm saying minimum, so if anyone's getting bent out of sorts thinking, hey, I'm going to win more than eight games. No, I'm just saying at a minimum, all three of us are going to win two more games. So that 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 would mean we all finish with a throwaway tie at eight each. Well, then it comes down to points tiebreaker. Right. And I have the slimmest of leads over Anthony right now by 13 points. I have a lead over Chris of 71 points. Well, guess what? Chris's team is really, really friggin' explosive. I mean, you've seen what the point totals he's been putting up. And so he's slowly been catching up. So I'm thinking over the next four games, if it's a tiebreaker. Anthony's been putting up some big points. Now, I can hear Thomas, Mr. Analytical, is going to say Anthony's big scoring is not sustainable because he's had, well look what happened to Joe Mixon. A couple I mean he scored 170 points. It took someone <laughs> it yeah. took someone to score 200 points to beat his 170 2 weeks ago. So he has had some big high ceiling games. Is that sustainable over the next 4 months? Well, the bottom line is, I know all of us should at least win two each for the rest of the season. Well, here's what went into my thinking at Sunday night. What was a big? What's been the big news in the NFL this week besides Jeff Saturday being hired? Josh Allen, Ah. His okay. elbow. Oh.
1: No, that's right. Yeah, that's
0: right. And so I, 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 I don't have a backup quarterback i i did pick mm. up garapolo uh from the waiver wire on sunday as this is going down or sunday night is like i've got to get him uh just in case and uh yeah hopefully he's going to score 20 21 points a week right. please don't throw any interceptions so I, i'm just thinking it's 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 the purpose of having Kelsey, there, no one knows this. The reason I picked up Kelsey was not for a long-term deal. It's right. maybe he would be the extra oomph to compete, be competitive, and not look like an idiot, a fool, in that final four. And it's not like there's a big drop-off between Kelsey and, and Goddard. Goddard had 24 points this past week. He's Yeah, he's no joke. He's, he's no uh, joke. Top five. Top five. So that was the thinking going through this. And and Anthony didn't really – I will say – I'm not going to say who it is. There's another t- person in the league that offered me actually a little bit more, I feel like. But in getting in getting a player that I like, that I scouted this past summer, <laughs> he's in a bad quarterback situation, he has a high injury history, just like a couple other guys on my team – that kind of pushed it over the edge. Uh, if you were to hear the offer I got from the other person, dates you're an idiot. But I really the, the other deal was picks only, really good picks. Um, so that that's the thinking going into this. So it's not like I'm it's not like I'm going to go away. I could still win nine games, but so could Anthony, so could Chris. So that's the right. whole thinking behind all this. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. Throwing in the towel. I'm just being realistic. So, so the the reason this is a dynasty league is we're also looking. We've got one foot in this year. We got one foot in the years beyond. So and that, you're
1: potentially able to do both.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um. So that was one of the big trades. Uh, a minor trade. A uh, Kenyon Drake. And of course, he scores what 24 points. Thomas has, yeah. but uh, it's like Thomas has all these running backs, even when he has <laughs> two of them down with uh blown knees. Um, he's still got, <laughs> he a still depth. has, he's still a yeah, depth. exactly. So that I found that intriguing, intriguing uh trade. So let's talk a little bit about the big two, the two big kahunas. So Thomas and and Jr. So they're both setting at seven and two. Yes, yes. Now here, so here's what I have on the board. So Thomas plays G two. That would be U this week.
1: That'll be a W for Thomas.
0: He's going to play JB in week <laughs> eleven. So probably another W. There's nine wins. Yeah. Then he plays Chris and Anthony. Now I show him beating Chris and Anthony and I it's almost like ruling really that game with Chris flip a coin yeah possibly and I have not looked I'm not I'm not even looking at the game right now to see who has buys so that could play a factor what can, can you take a look at that real quickly yeah
1: so in week 10 again he's playing me let's look at so week 11 Week 12. Week 12. So in week 12, Thomas is playing Chris, and we are pretty clean of bye weeks. It looks like pretty much everyone is able to play on both of their teams this week, week, that week in week 12. The
0: fact, I mean, Chris is now loaded with running backs. He can now play a third running back in the slot. Because right now, his wide receiver core, probably not at the point where he has four, like, knock him out of the ballpark uh, receivers. So, like, because he's heavy now on running backs, he can play one in the flex. Because of that, that makes him really competitive with Thomas's team. I think Thomas's team is more balanced. It's also going to depend on who he has at tight end. That's right yeah, now a weakness a for him but you just have to hope that someone like a tyree kill can put up enough points for two people um adams could put up enough for one and a half people maybe two <laughs> same as McCaffrey. so i've got thomas beating chris again it could be a, flip, a coin flip it could be close and then he's got anthony in week 12 and again, what Anthony team shows up. Is it going to be the, the team that goes off and scores 170 points? Uh, or is it going to be a team that goes cold that week and scores 120? So I went ahead and said Thomas is going to win. That means he wins out. He go, so Thomas realistically can win nine, the po- possibility to win 11. You, you Are you okay with that? You agree with that? Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. And now let's look at Joe Ryan. So Joe Ryan, he also plays Chris and Anthony this week and next. Right. So I got him winning both games, but it's the same story. It's the identical story with him and Thomas. It's like flip a coin. I'm still giving the edge to Joe Ryan. Do you agree?
1: Uh, man that's so it's tough that's, that's hard be, again because everything is consolidated to the the top four or five people in the league they have both of either teams have the capability of scoring 200 points against each other and it just kind of bends on who goes off um it looks as if at least for now bye weeks might not be a factor and so it's really all of their best starters going at each other I would go with Joe Ryan here. If I I had to just say someone, I would go with Joe as well, I believe.
0: And by the way, we're going to talk about this in a minute. Joe Ryan has JB and Landon in weeks 12 and 13. And I put a pin in that because I want to talk about some of these teams in the lower half. Uh, A little bit frustrating. So I've got Joe Ryan at a minimum winning nine. But like Thomas, he could win out. So that would give both of them 11 wins. I just see those two as untouchable. They're just—they're too good. I just, yeah, th- they're yeah. too good.
1: <laughs> I see the emergence of uh of Kenneth Walker for Joe Ryan as being That's one of the, the focal points of his offense, and then getting Cooper Cup too. Getting so Co- now he has two stellar wide receivers on his team that can put up thirty points each week.
0: the The other thing about Kenneth Walker the third. He needs he needs to send a card to Rashad Penny saying, Thank you for getting hurt. <laughs> Thanks for getting hurt. Please stay. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness. So Joe Ryan and Todd, they're just they're in a league in their own. So then then I mentioned the, the next three, Mark, Anthony, and Chris. Let's let's start with Chris. So he, he has games with Joe Ryan Joe Ryan this week. He then plays you in two weeks got Thomas and then MLB. I have Chris beating MLB uh, in week 13. So I believe Chris is going to at least win eight. In order for him to win nine, he has to win one of those games between Joe Ryan and Thomas. All I don't think, right. I don't know if he can win both. Again, I going by the law of statistics. It's it's going to be tight. So can, can you win them both may, might be able to win one of those two. <sighs> So I got Chris at a minimum winning eight. Just don't know if he can get that ninth win. Again, Chris is going to beat my little behind on week 13. (laughs) So that would give, again, that would give him eight wins. He has to beat you and he has to beat me in weeks 11 and 13, respectively. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony plays JB this week. That's a gimme, right? Then he plays yes. Joe Ryan. We already mentioned that. I think Joe Ryan's got the edge. He's got you in week 12. And then he's got Thomas, which is going to be a dogfight. So, again, I'm looking at Anthony winning at least two. Can nice he team. win one of those games between Joe Ryan? I think between him and Chris, I think it's more likely for Chris to win one of those games but between Joe Ryan and Thomas. It's going to be, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. Do, don't know.
1: I do feel like Anthony has had to rely a little bit too much on someone scoring like 40-plus <laughs> yes, points. Yes, And nothing against Miller for having those crazy performances from, say, Nixon we love them. We love those games, and and Camara. don't we? Exactly, we love them, absolutely. But I think it's, again, we can't, obviously, it's not sustainable to score 40 points every week with a single player. I'm um, not saying Anthony can't do it, but I would say it is a little bit more likely that, that Chris does it instead of Miller, um, a little more consistency down the board with Chris. Who knows though? Who knows?
0: And again, this—what I'm about to say—MLB has landed this week, and then Stump. I don't have myself beating Stump. I don't. That's a have tough my, one. That's a tough because I don't even with him trading DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, he still he can still put up some good points. I and mean, what if Jonathan Taylor comes back? You know, what if Harris comes back? You know, in Pittsburgh, uh, the 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 vibe that we got from some of the media this week looks like um, I can't remember his name, his backup, uh, maybe getting some more touches possibly. Jackson is that we talking oh, about? I can't for remember. I can't. Colts? No, it's for it's it's the uh, backup in Pittsburgh. For Pittsburgh. Oh, for Pittsburgh. I can't remember his name either. I uh, remember I'll remember that. when I look it up. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's him. It's him. It's him. Um, so anyway, I don't have myself beating a uh, stump. And then yoga, I play. I play mommy daddy yoga uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan, you need to change your team name again? <laughs> or actually, let's say daddy mommy yoga. Daddy mommy <laughs> yoga. I, I better win <laughs> against daddy mommy yoga. <laughs> And then again, I've got Chris. So I have my I have so I have all of, the, of us in in the six win category, winning at least eight at a minimum. So, yeah. do, and then you got Jake, and I think Jake is out of it. He he needed that win, and um, yeah. he is his lineup is just set up as a ruiner of playoff hopes and dreams because he
1: he <laughs> it's a great team, but he just didn't quite pull off the enough wins at the beginning of the season.
0: You know it's too bad. You know Thomas and Joe Joe Ryan they they don't have to play him anymore. So uh, unfortunately, I'm the only one left to play him. He, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't play yeah. Anthony. He doesn't play Chris. So I I don't like playing him. I I just don't because he just I just I just I guarantee he's going to put up uh, a great great uh, game that week. So I said something. I we're going to come back to it. If you notice, there are a bunch of gimme games. I mentioned JB. So whoever plays JB is going to win. I mentioned Landon. Whoever plays Landon, they're going to win that game. I mentioned (laughs) uh, Drew, G2. They're going to win that game. Here's what's a little frustrating this year. Not a lot of parody. Not a lot of parody, is there? I agree with that. I would say uh, between Mark, Anthony, and Chris... A little parity there, at least in wins and losses, although I do see Chris starting to pull away. So the parity between the top five, yeah, it's there, although I, I've, I'm still looking up uh, to J- Joe Ryan and, and Thomas, and I think Anthony would say the same thing, although he's more positive th- than I am. Mm-hmm. So the frustration I have a little bit with this year's, it's like you have the haves and you have the have-nots. You don't yeah. have you don't have a lot of the middle,
1: and I think we uh, may have touched on this. I don't know if it was last week or or when it was, but uh, just how this year has been so much different because in previous years you have like seven, eight of the ten teams still with a chance to win to go through the playoffs up until like the next to last game or the last game, and we don't have that this year. So it's definitely made for an interesting year for trading. So those teams that are in the bottom half are you know they're they're making moves to look for the future, which is great. But then it also kind of makes the it just makes the season feel weird because it's like you can know without a shadow of a doubt that anyone that plays G2, uh wearing khakis, you know, yoga, JB, that they're gonna win those games against them.
0: I was a so little it kind of
1: takes away the parody of it.
0: I was a little bored. <laughs> I was a little bored. I was <laughs> upset that a couple of my guys didn't score, put up bigger points.
1: Yeah, weren't you thinking about giving Josh Allen a day off or something? I was like thinking about
0: giving him a day off. Maybe I should yeah. have. Maybe if I had, he, <laughs> he would have, be hurt. Wouldn't have gotten hurt. <laughs> so, yeah. but speaking of parity, how many? I don't know if you've looked. So the top four teams: Thomas, Jr., MLB, and Anthony. Those are the first four. How many first-round picks? Do those first four have next year?
1: Haven't checked in the last like two weeks. Um, I want to say that they've given away s- most of those away. I know Thomas gave a bunch of his away to JB. Um, he he gave Chris he, may have he already
0: off his. He gave away his kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll answer the question. I'll answer yeah. the question for you. They have Please. none, none, none. So then you wow. you go down to Chris. Uh, he has my pick, which you, which Thomas had for a while. Jake has his own. Dylan has two picks. He has Thomas's and Chris's. Landon has three first-round picks. G2, that'd be you, has one pick, your own. And JB has two. So the, the bottom six teams have the 10 picks. So... Uh, Lack of parity this year, maybe a little bit of changing the guard. Of course, a lot of these picks, first of all, they could be busts. You look at the draft from two years ago, there's a lot of busts in that first round. I mean a lot. I think more than half. And that was a weird year, too. Uh, Second round picks. Now, it's not as bad. Thomas doesn't have a first or a second. JR has a second-round pick, his own. I have two second-round picks. And Anthony has two second-round picks. Chris has none. Jake has none. Dylan has one. Landon has one. And JB has three second-round picks. JB has five picks. Two first and three seconds. Wow. JB... One of those guys could be ready for prime time next year, but we're gonna put them in the developmental stages. It may take a year for them. And by the way, out of those five, one or two may be busts. I mean, it's just the way. St- that's just, the way yeah, the stats uh, roll. So I wanted to make that point that parity, we don't have it this year, it's coming. It's coming.
1: Next year, I wish I could fast forward and see a snapshot of every single person's roster in week one of next year. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting. Definitely be a lot more parody, I think. Um, And curious to project how everyone does um, with their draft picks. And maybe we won't know, obviously, in week one of next year. But um, I think it's definitely going to look a lot different, for sure.
0: Back to parody. Sticking to the theme, parody. JR Thomas, Mark, Anthony. They're the top 4. Now the reason Chris, Chris is tied, he's also 6 and 3, but going by points total, uh, he's he's technically 5th. So if you look at the top 4, the top 4 teams this year guess what? The regular season For those top four last year, four games under 500. They were Hmm. a winning percentage of 462. If you look at JR, Thomas, Mark, Anthony, 24 and 28, they finished the regular season. Wow. Wow. Now, three of those, of course, JR, he was 10 and three last year. Let's just take him out. So, three of the four teams in the top four today, their record. Last year, regular season 14 and 25, a winning percentage of 359. They won 36% of their games. And now, currently, they stand in the top four as of this week.
1: So, what that could mean now, I'm just taking a guess here, but good drafting. And well, in uh, Thomas's
0: case, good trading. (laughs)
1: Good Good trading. good Good drafting. Good trading. And from one year to the next, a big, big change. I know for Thomas, it's been kind of a, a couple years in the making, if I'm remembering, remembering correctly. Um, there have been teams that have been better than him in the past like three years, but he's kind of taken his time, and he's finally worked up to the massive overload of talent that he has now. So I think it's kind of encouraging for those lower half teams just because you're not doing great this year. If you focus on your team and do the right things, then you can be in the top four next year and, and be very explosive.
0: We talked about that. Slow the game down and focus on those picks. You know, right. Work work that waiver wire. And again, right now there's a bunch of crap on it, but you know there is going to be a diamond in the rough here and there. And that's again, that's how I find. And I've got I've got a developmental player right now who hasn't played one well. He has played a few snaps, but I think he was taken in the second round out of Dallas. He had some injury issues early on. He looked good in the preseason. So even I'm trying to find those little diamonds of the rough and, you know, maybe I'll get lucky. I've got, you know, one guy on my IR who, again, it's, it's, it's a gamble. You're, you're it's throwing the you know, throwing dice and hopefully they'll come up snake eyes. I don't know, but that's Kyron Williams and we'll see. And if it doesn't work out, okay, we'll try again. So right. the, those diamonds, they exist. You just have to be patient. Um, I think Chris does a really good job. You can tell, you know, I I think whether he likes it or not, we're very, very similar because we we, <laughs> we read a lot and we're looking, we're trying to find those stories. There is another one, right? There is a diamond. I'm not going to say his name. Um I can't say anymore because he'll get picked up. Because <laughs> everyone else will stab it, So yeah. and and, and I, I really truly he has the potential to be good next year, so I can keep that to myself. So anyway, though that's just kind of where my head is with the parody, you know, looking at those picks and looking at how we finished last year before we talk about this week's games, which we kinda of already hit it, but is there any team this year that you just felt like was really, really unlucky? I mean, really unlucky this year. I
1: feel like I feel like Stump wins the award for most yeah. unlucky circumstances because going into the year, we thought we put him in the top four. We I did,
0: think. we did.
1: And coming coming off winning last year, uh, we expected great things from a lot of his players. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, it's kind of an off start to of the year, and then got hurt. Najee Harris um, didn't really see him really develop from what he did last year. Um, still has had a lot of playing time and a lot of it looks, but hasn't produced. It's not produced.
0: explosive this right. year. It just looks like it. And I don't know how much that, that foot injury. Right. Is. And, and then,
1: and then Tua basically died on the field for a couple of weeks. And so he had to wait for that to come, come to fruition and, and get uh, Tua back.
0: There's one more. Um, there, there's there's enough. one more. Well, he, Oh, and he, who what, did he, tra- uh, first of all, who did he trade? He, You're have to remind he me. was confident enough in this trade he traded Chubb. Oh.
1: Remember he who was tra- who? Did he get trade Chubb for? He traded was it,
0: uh, Evans, Mike Evans, because he, you know, Lance, or excuse me, Thomas was needing some backup in running back. You know, he, he, he and I don't know if he got, I don't know if he traded for him before or after Brees Hall. I think it was before Brees Hall. And after Williams went down in Denver. So he's looking for that depth. And Jake needed wide receivers. So that makes sense. That that yeah. makes that looks like a really good benefits uh, both.
1: Wins both yeah, both teams win.
0: But gosh, that just hasn't worked out for Jake. And again, once again, bad luck. And no one could have projected that. So you picked the person I was gonna say. Jake has had bad luck this year. And I think he can turn it around easily. I would like to know what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. Is this injury yeah. related? Is this just is it you know, ankle is is it really, or hopefully the skills have not deteriorated. Um, do you need to be a great team to have a good running back? I, I not just, always. I mean, look at the
1: Detroit lions from their past. Um, what's our, uh, with the hall of fame running back for the, for the lions. I'm bad at remembering names. Can you think, can you remember who I'm thinking of?
0: Yeah. I, I've just signed twice on the NFL network, uh, Barry uh, Sanders,
1: Barry Sanders. Yeah. Terrible team. And look how he did. So I don't think you have to have a great team. I think it definitely helps.
0: OJ Simpson for the Buffalo yeah. bills. Yeah. Um, yeah, he killed. <laughs> that's sick. That's, uh, that's, uh, let, let's move on. That, that, we're <laughs> we're going to get sued for that one. We're, we're, that, that, that's bad. Who do you think uh, over-exceeded? Over-exceeded?
1: Well, I guess we can go with Chris if we look at his beginning of season intentions to build for the future. So, I mean, yeah, he's made a lot of moves, but I said he is... I would say he has over exceeded expectations.
0: Would you say it was him or would you say it's Anthony?
1: Anthony's also good. Yeah. Cuz here's, like here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: Chris had Chris had the pocketbook to do what he did. <laughs> yes. He yeah. he had the cachet to he he, he decided to distribute his assets for today instead of let's, let's play this along for the next couple of years and nothing wrong with that. So to me, it's not, it's not that he overexceeded. It's just that he pulled the trigger a little bit faster than maybe we all thought he would. Sure. We thought with those picks, he'd be really focusing on rookies, rookies. So he decided to go veteran route. I mean, and probably I bet, and you need to ask him this. You need to ask him this. Would he have spent the money on those running backs, Eckler and Fournette, had he not got lucky and won some of those games that where he won where he had poor, low point totals? I
1: I think the answer is probably no. I think the the outcome of that first part of the season kind of gave him the realization that he actually had a shot with with some added help.
0: And there's another team that I thought underperformed this year that could have been better. And by the way, we've left out Landon. He had oh, some yeah. bad luck yeah. oh, as yeah. well. He, I mean, he had bad luck and, and, then, and then the injury bug. So I can't really blame him for what he uh, did. I will say this. I think he's having the most fun of anyone in this league, <laughs> e- even, even Thomas, who is – uh, yawning through every victory that he has, <laughs> I, I think Landon is having a blast in this league uh, this year. He's getting a charge out of every game. Uh, I, I I love the fact that he's has a defense ever been put on the tray block uh, ever? <laughs>
1: is that, is that, is if that a, not, then we uh, we have a first.
0: <laughs> uh, the the team that surprises me a little bit. He's he's three and six. Not a very intimidating team, although I I can see him maybe spotting a 150 uh, here and there between now and the rest of the season. But that's Daddy Money, Mommy Yoga, Daddy Mommy <laughs> Yoga. He's three and six. Did you know he was seven and six last year? Uh, I didn't
1: remember, but he would probably remind me as much as possible see, that his know. team has been good in the previous years.
0: I remember these things, and and he had some good games last year. He had some gains where he's very, very explosive, and so he picks up Dalvin Cook at the beginning of the year, and I'm thinking, boy, this is this is going to be a, a driving impetus for him. But it just it didn't pan out, so uh, he's definitely has underperformed uh, this season. And so again, I know he was not uh, planning that. So again, Daddy, Mommy, Yoga. Thought they could have done better, they didn't. Any other team that that sticks out that surprised you a little bit?
1: Um, I mean, nine games ago, I didn't think I would I would end up being two and seven at this point in the season. Um, so a little bit of unluck there. I was I was hoping to be maybe in the runnings, um, but I'm not like blown out of the water. Surprised. Uh, I had some I had some gaps that I needed to fill that weren't filled.
0: What, 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 what are your gaps? We don't talk about your team a lot either. Uh, By the way, I.
1: Eh, We have last year, last week we talked all about my team.
0: So I want to know, I want (laughs) to know, I want to get the scoop. How many offers did you get for DK Metcalf? How many? Not, not counting me. (laughs) Not counting you, actually no one. No
1: one? I even offered him to Chris when Chris was trying to get uh, someone else on my team. And he said, no, I don't want DK.
0: He doesn't... Be, so, yeah. I wonder... Uh, I don't well, know. I Like I said, yeah. I, I made two really good... I'm glad you said no to me because uh, you would have been taking advantage of me and you don't want to take advantage of me, so that's why you said no to both of my uh, trade requests uh, for, <laughs> uh, for him. Um, for
1: those who don't know, I won't say the trade, but it was not a not an unfair trade by any means, and I, I decided that I really liked DK Metcalf, so... That's all I got to say.
0: Uh, that 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 we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Well, do you want to look at this week's uh, picks? Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll hit the the spots that we miss and recap what we already mentioned.
0: So do, th- we'll we'll drop this show probably before the football game on Thursday night. And I don't know how many people listen. I usually I'll see two or three people that will at least click on. Uh, the link. I don't know if they list the whole thing. So that will still leave. Can you make trades up until right before the game?
1: I think right. Are we referring to Thursday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. I think
0: hmm, I have
1: to check with Thomas, but I would assume it's up until game day. So like, you know, right before the game start,
0: are we going to predict if there'll be any big trades between now and Sunday's, games.
1: I'm going to I mean I can say I I would say that it's hard to see what more improvements some of those teams can even make. So I would just say blanket statement that I don't think there will be any other big trades. i was going to say I may be completely wrong.
0: A, a lot of the picks are gone. I mean Yeah, there's uh, no more
1: there's no <laughs> more draft capital to trade.
0: The, the, they are absolutely I mean, especially
1: wins. after especially after Landon and Dylan made their big big uh 5th, 6th and 7th round draft pick trade.
0: I let's go to my opinion, what the game of the week is. Okay. So it's Chris and Jr. and that game is going to be interesting. It's going to be tight. First of all, who's going to put up big games. You would think that Derrick Henry is going to put up a big, big game. You would think that Eckler is going to put up a big game. Uh, again, he's got Cup and Diggs. That now you already know who I don't like. You already know yes. who I don't like on JR's yes. team, and and I know what it's like to have one of those people on my team. Boom or bust. It also stinks when they tend to bust more than they. Boom! <laughs> um, right, I, I'm looking at Devonta Smith right now, and he's had four last week, seven before that. So, what you also do, what you also look at is look at his targets, and the targets have not been. I will say this: two weeks ago, he had eight targets. Th- that's good. So, if you have seven yeah. points, you now it's just bad. You know, eight, eight targets uh, again. That that's good. What was it 10 kind of the magical number uh, to kind of be in, in that WR. 10 looks line. good. Yeah. yeah. So that is going to be the little bit of the weak spot. And Chris just has to hope that Christian Kirk will be the Christian Kirk from last week. So, and by the way, I smiled when I saw Chris pick up Las Vegas. Now they play Indy. But Las Vegas, I think they may be the worst defense in the league. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, cu- I'm just finding that intriguing. If that's going to play out, because I, 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 I thought, yeah, wait, wait uh,
1: what, what's, what's wrong about giving up, uh, big leads three times up the season? That's, that's not <sighs> bad. That, that's not
0: bad at all. Gosh, that just, oh my gosh, I. We'll we'll see how they play because I when I was picking my defense it's like do I go with a good defense with a bad matchup or do I go with a good matchup terrible defense so I don't know if I was ahead of Chris in the waiver wire uh, if I was I I decided no I I'm not going to touch Las Vegas I don't care if they are playing Indy I I don't I'm not going to touch that. So we'll we'll see if that if that comes back to to haunt him. We'll we'll see, and I'll and I'll say that I'm wrong if I said that was a, the wrong decision to to make. So again, that's going to be an interesting interesting uh, game. Who who are you picking?
1: My first thought, without looking at anything and just looking at projections, I was kind of looking towards Joe Ryan, um, but looking at everything, looking at the matchups. I kind of want to go with Chris here. I think he has a big opportunity with the Kansas City-Jacksonville game. Points with Mahomes, points with with Christian Kirk, potentially, uh, and uh, Etienne. Um, Kansas City defense isn't great. They played great this last, this last week, at least the second half against Tennessee. Um, but I see a lot of potential for points there, and that gets the flex points that Chris needs to pull off his wins. We already know he has a great, great, strong front, but the flex positions getting getting points from them uh, from his Jacksonville players, I think might give him the edge here.
0: You know who I want to have a good game for Kansas city. Their new wide receiver. Oh yeah. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Exactly. He did
1: get, he did uh let's see, he had, I think two targets. He briefly yeah, in the game.
0: Yeah. And he was only in the, on the field for nine plays. And even Tony said, you know, I was surprised he got, he was first play of the game. And uh, Andy Reid, I read one of his quotes yesterday. I was very pleased. He said, "This, this he's good. He likes he likes the juking uh, that that he does." So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that develops over the next uh, couple of weeks. I say flip a coin on Chris. <laughs> yeah. I like what you said. You're going with Chris. I don't know. I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to say the edge is slightly to Jr mainly just because of the explosiveness uh, of two of the guys in that, that lineup. Yeah. Um, It's hard to
1: say no to, to cup and Diggs. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Here's another thing to keep an eye on is, is, is it case Keenum? Is that the backup quarterback in Buffalo? Yes. Uh, Does that mean Diggs does not have as good of a game?
1: Well, Keenum has had great success in the past though. I mean, when he, when he was quarterback for the Vikings, um, that was that was kind of in um, Adam Thielen's heyday a little bit. I want to say and that's
0: true. That's true. It's been a
1: couple of years, but I don't think it necessarily means that his values is significantly diminished.
0: I really don't see any other games that just go, "Oh wow, uh, <laughs> these it just, this nope." Is, this is a bad board. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, let's let's go all the way down to the bottom. At least on my board we got, Jay, we've got J-, <laughs> J JB and Anthony. I, I think a- Anthony could just Yep. This if if, if if Anthony's gonna go a game where he forgets to set the lineup, this would be <laughs> this the week the to week. do it. This is the week <laughs> to do it. Oh gosh. Well poor JB will even hit a hundred. Uh that's what we have to get excited about. And it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what kind of uh points. Now I do know this. He does not have. He being Anthony does not does not have. Uh, he does not have Wonder Boy uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, he's on the IR. He doesn't have Joe Mixon who put up fifty points. Now, the, usually the way that goes, you, you score fifty and then you score ten uh, the next week. So Joe Burrow, he's on the bench, but he does have Dak, Dak Prescott. Not a big, 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 big drop off. So we'll see and. Um, hey, you got Jerick McKinnon for and and Rex Burkhead. When I saw that, when I saw that last week, I thought, you know what? I think I have a chance. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> yeah. I have a chance. Yeah. I was worried because uh, Justin Tucker was the only person left to play. Again, I was playing him Monday night or playing him this week, and he had Justin Tucker left at like a seventy-point lead. I was worried. Because that's, Justin Tucker's the kind of guy who could put up 70 points in one game. So that's right. That's right. I, I remember emailing you saying, I, I, yeah, I, you, I saw I'm, that you I'm cut looking, it close. I uh, was yeah. cutting it close because yeah. of Justin Tucker. So, yeah, that's uh, man, like a parody. So, Anthony's going to go to seven and three. Isn't that amazing? Seven and 3 does Didn't that sound good, good. For Anthony. uh We already talked about you a little bit. Uh, is there any, Possible way that you could pull this out?
1: I don't think so. It would require multiple injuries for Thomas for for something like that to happen. I don't. I don't see that happening. Don't see that happening.
0: I don't like your flux. Why do you have Daryl Henderson in the flux? <laughs> what else know?
1: am I supposed to do? You
0: don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. What? I
1: have. I have some bye weeks. And I have some bye weeks, and I have Alan Robinson.
0: You so you really think he's a better option than Allen Robinson? I don't. Uh, I think does it really matter? Yeah, we're trying to beat we're trying to beat the commission. Uh, who has a higher? Ceiling? I'm not going
1: to be upset. I'm not going to be upset if I lose. So.
0: I know. I'm just. But we don't you want to try to win? Let's try. Let's try to get a win. Let, let's have a little conspiracy here, where I'm trying to help you to. I, I just think. Yeah, Robinson stinks in in terms of fantasy relevance yes. this year, but it appears that he has the higher ceiling of the two. We'll we'll see what we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I got uh, I got some time to decide. I mean, isn't this first of all? Why is Sleeper only picking a hundred and I can't read the hundred and fifty some odd points? Shouldn't it be like two hundred.
1: Say like two hundred five. Shouldn't
0: it be like two fifty. I mean, look at this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, poor thing. He has to play Lawrence quarterback, but Chubb and McCaffrey, that's that's unfair. Adams and Hill, oh poor thing. He has to play Kyle Pitts. But then you got <laughs> you got Josh Jacobs. DeAndre Hopkins had a little bit of um reality uh check. I mean he still was in double digits, but uh we'll see if he gets back to maybe the eighteen, nineteen points. Uh oh he doesn't have a kicker. So that could does hurt. He, him. he doesn't
1: does he does he need one though? Does, yeah. Does he really need one? Does he really need to sacrifice a, yes. a roster spot to have another kicker?
0: It's like why he needs to I bet to he's have, not gonna play kicker. Needs, I bet he's not gonna pick here's up here's the thing. Here's where I'm struggling with this. He needs to have faith. Put Nick Folk on the waiver wire. No one's gonna pick him up. Nobody. Gentleman's agreement. Leave Nick alone, I'll put someone else in, and then he'll be back to where I can pick him up. But you know who would pick him up out of spite? Landon. And then, Landon. <laughs> and then, and then he would try to trade him. Well, he couldn't. He'd, he'd, he'd trade him next year. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Season. Trade deadline's over. Yep. Uh, our ratings are going to drop because of these picks. Um, then we've got Daddy, Mommy, Yoga, and Jake. It's actually a close matchup. I'm
1: just going to throw a shot out there and and go for a stump on this one.
0: I am too, because who's going to show up? David Montgomery potential or David Montgomery pretender? Um, Yeah. Just not a lot of explosive. Tyler Lockett had a nice game last week, but just not – some explosive power there. I do see that Debo Samuel back in the lineup. It'd be interesting to see how he does. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Uh, with C-Mac uh, taking some of his uh, touch yeah, share. I'm sure you,
1: Debo won't run the ball as much as he has in the past.
0: Agree. Agree. And we'll see how he's coming along. See if he's fully injury free. So we're going to stop. And then you've got MLB against the Sherbert, the good Sherbert. Going with
1: MLB as as we decide whether Landon is how much he's really trying to tank here. um, We can, we can make jokes and crack jokes about uh, the third string players he has in his lineup. (laughs) This is an obvious win for you. And it is going to be a competition to see who gets that, that, that top pick next year. And I think Landon is going for it.
0: Yeah, there's, tanking and then there's redistribution and <laughs> and Chris I already mentioned this in a private email I said something to somebody else that yeah Chris was not tanking ever he was never tanking he was just it was a I call it a redistribution of assets whereas here and by the way to say someone's tanking that that's that's we're using a platform to it's really unfair I I do see that Landon Hey, I'm having all this bad luck. And he basically did what I did with with Travis Kelsey. Of course, my goal is I still want to be very, very competitive. And actually, I didn't really go backward. Actually, it could have helped me. depends on what one of the guys in return does in the next four uh, weeks. So interesting on the topic of tanking. Tanking. Anything else? Have we missed anything? Anything to address?
1: I think we uh, we got everything covered.
0: I think we did, too. So I wish you the best of luck. You're going to be driving to North Carolina this North week. North Carolina. Be safe uh, on the way to and from, and uh, hope you have a good game. I think it'd be cool if I look at these scores throughout Sunday and see that you're making the commish sweat just a little bit. Wouldn't <laughs> that hope, be hope. Interesting. So G2, you have the final word.
1: Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, or just gentlemen, enjoy the, the final last day of good weather. We're in for a cold one starting tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two G's, Mark and Drew.